This is Morgan Hazelwood, back again with more writing tips and writerly musings. Today, I'm here to share with you how I finally gave in and got my own newsletter. So it was a little more complicated and a little more expensive than I expected. Until Monday, I thought I didn't need an actual email list. If you're like me, you keep hearing how you're supposed to cultivate that whole email list thing. One problem, I hate email. I like to read, archive, and keep my inbox to under 25 items, aiming for and occasionally succeeding at zero inbox. Besides, WordPress lets people sign up with their emails so they can get updates that way, right? Apparently, I missed a small detail. When I finally, after like four years, re-signed up to see what my email looked like, I learned you've got to have a WordPress account to subscribe. Now, don't get me wrong, when I first set up my blog, I checked out the first several emails to make sure they looked fine, but I had a WordPress account and I didn't even notice that requirement. Besides, if I want to check out how my blog is looking, making sure the formatting's right, I just view it on an RSS feed. For those of you who don't know, an RSS feed is a way to follow blogs and get all their updates, like Facebook, only you're following blogs and not individuals. Tumblr is actually an RSS feed, but you can only follow other Tumblr blogs, not anything. So with that out of the way, I realized I had an issue. I know that there are a lot of people out there who do not want to sign up for another thing just so they can get your blog. So that's when I realized I really actually needed an actual email newsletter. I did some quick Googling and went with the one I saw that was both most recommended and most used and free, at least with my level of followers. So next thing you know, I've got a freebie MailChimp account. So long as my mailing has fewer than 2000 emails a month, I don't have to pay a thing. Plus they promise, fingers crossed, a seamless experience when you switch to a paid account with 10 to maybe 30 bucks a month tops until you have over like 25,000 followers. So I went to the website, created an account, set up some groups, and then I created a welcome email and a weekly RSS feed email. So you can get all of my blog posts for one week, whether it's one or five updates in one email, rather than sending them every time I update my blog. And I did a test one, and that's when I noticed something a little uneasy for me. They were posting my home address at the very bottom, right next to the unsubscribe link. That's not really something I want to provide to any online stalker who just puts in their email and signs up. Um, but on MailChimp, there was a note that said US spam law requires an address on any sort of mass mailing. 
sad trombone. Fine. I decided to get a P.O. box. And then I read a little closer. It requires a physical address. I was stumped because I'm not going to send out an email with my address on it where anyone in the world can stalk me. That's just not safe and pretty much is doxing myself, which I don't really want to do. So a little research later and I found a nearby post office that also lets you use a street address for no extra fee. I sign up online, I pay, and they actually want me to go in and show some ID and get keys. I was okay with it being virtual, but okay. So the next day I pop over during my lunch break on this gorgeous, 68, 70 degree February spring day, and I present my passport and my driver's license. There's only two people ahead of me in line. It's going pretty quickly. And so I get up there and I hand over my papers. One problem. I moved last year and my driver's license does not have the updated address on it, even though it's updated with the DMV. So she says, do you got anything with your current address? I looked through my wallet, nothing. She's like, maybe an insurance card. So I go out to my car and I open up my glove box and the insurance card has my insurance information and my car information, but not my address. And then I find this piece of the end of a eight and a half by 11 page, maybe this, this long, that's been cut off that says voter location. It has my current address, my voter location. It's not a voter registration card per se, but maybe this will work. So I take it in, my fingers are crossed. Nobody's walked in while I was hurriedly looking through my glove box and I beeline straight to the counter and I hand it over and she accepts it. So I don't have to go home or wait for another day. I was very relieved. So a few signatures and $92 later, but that's for 13 months, 12 months, plus they threw one in for free, otherwise known as $7 a month. I now have a PO box. She gives me two keys to test, hands me the paper with the street address, and I test out the keys and they work. Fun fact, the street address, when using it for the post office is not does not have the same zip code that the street address for the post office does. I, I thought that was interesting. Um, so long story short, I now have a PO box with a street address and an email newsletter. Um, if you go to my blog, it'll pop up at the bottom and you can go ahead and subscribe. So. Plus, now I can use that address with random Twitter contests instead of giving my mailing address to strangers. I like that a little better. So before I tell you about how I did all the setup stuff, one quick little humble brag break. I am well on my way to my reading goal for this year with 16 books already under my belt. Taking January off from reading certainly paid off. Plus, last Friday, I talked to my new mentor on the phone. Mentor? Tell me more, Morgan. So back 
just before New Year's, I sent in a mentee application to the Broad Universe's debut mentee program. And two Saturdays ago, I found out I was selected. We exchanged emails all last week before finally talking on Friday to make a plan for our mentorship, which is for the next four months, and for her to critique my first chapter. That poor chapter has been critiqued so many times, but getting enough world building that no one is confused without overwhelming them with info dumps is a hard balance. And that balance is probably the center point in a different spot for every reader. So I've got a little bit more work to do there, unfortunately. As you know, I was planning on a little polishing and tossing her back into the query trenches. So right now I'm sighing a little and getting ready to delve back in to what's probably gonna be a full revision. Oh well, I've got high hopes and a guide this time. So anyway, back to MailChimp. It took me maybe two hours to set up all the basics, maybe three hours. Um, it was pretty user-friendly, I gotta say. So uh, the first thing I did after MailChimp walked me through mail, like email, not like male versus female, um, after they walked me through the setup is I knew I wanted custom email levels. I hate stores that either send out seven emails a week or nothing. I want one email every other week. What What's up with that? Macy's calling you out. Anyway, so I looked around online and I figured out how to use groups in MailChimp. Step one, open the list. So there's tabs across the top. You click lists and then if you don't have one, just step through and create a list. And if you have one, click the list. Like it's in blue, like a link and so you just click there. So step one, lists, open your list. Step two, click manage your contacts. Step three, select under the dropdown for manage contacts, there'll be an option groups. So you select that and then you just click show groups and then click add group down in the bottom left and name them whatever you want. You can have as far as I know, as many groups as you want. So that's it. That's all you have to do to create groups. For me, I set up four. I'm contemplating another one, but currently I have everything, which I'm sure is what most people are gonna want, right? Uh, secondly, I have weekly blog posts, which I plan to weekly send out once a week with all my blogs for that week in that one post. Um, my third group, occasional updates. If I have news or such that I wanna share with a targeted audience, like the mentor thing might go in that. And a group I like to call, quote unquote, actually published something. For those who wanna support my writing but don't care about the details, they just want me to let them know when I have something new coming out. And uh, that, that's, those are the groups I started with. So 
once you have groups, it's time to create actual emails. Otherwise, this whole exercise was pointless. So MailChimp has made this super easy with built-in templates, but there's still a decent number of steps. Are you ready? There's 10 of them. So step one, create a campaign. In the upper right side of the screen, there's gonna be a create button or a create campaign button on the home screen. So either one of those, you click and you get started. Next, you wanna select your campaign type. Pretty straightforward. I wanna send out emails, so I select email. Step three, automate this thing. I don't wanna to have to create a new email every time. So I select the automated tab across the top and um, I actually set up two emails. I set up welcome new subscribers and I set up share blog updates. The process is the same, so I'm gonna talk about the RSS feed since that's a little trickier, but um, the steps flow the same way. Next up, you just name it, whatever you want, and hit next, making sure that you've selected it to go out to the correct group. Since I only have one group, that really wasn't hard. Um, step five, map your feed and schedule it. That sounds a little weird if you're not familiar with the terminology, but um, map your feed. So if you go to the RSS feed link, you're just gonna put in your website. And usually the feed is just slash feed at the end of like morganhazelwood.com slash feed. Um, especially for WordPress accounts, it's whatever your home is slash feed. For other places, you if you don't know what your feed is, put in your URL and MailChimp is gonna try and find it for you. You might not even have to know this. Just put in your, your uh, web address on that link. Secondly, you wanna schedule it. So I selected for you know my RSS feed once a week at 7 a.m. on Fridays. So people wake up and it's in their inbox on Fridays and you know, Maybe it's a light day and they get a chance to read through. And at the bottom, there's a checkbox that I unselected. Um, I saw complaints about poor quality images uh, in emails, if you wanna do the template. So I unselected that and it's supposed to make the images look better in the email without scaling and getting fuzzy. So. Then I clicked next. Next up, select which group gets this email. Lucky for you, you followed my directions and we already set up a group. So you can, um, you can either send to the entire list, a segment or tag, which I haven't set up yet, or this group we just discussed. Um, so you select group and then uh, from the drop down, you select the type of group, in this case, or sorry, the type of contact match, which in this case is which emails would you like to get? Um, and then I selected one of, but it could be all of or none of, um, and then whichever group or groups they're in. I selected multiple groups and allow people to select all four if they want. Although if you have everything, it seems silly to select the others individually. Um, 
And so for my RSS feed, I have weekly blog posts and everything selected. And then I hit next. So people who have subscribed to everything or just weekly blog posts are going to be getting these. <sighs> that was a lot of words for clicking a couple of things. So step seven, select your campaign options. This got a little tricky for me because I didn't know what most of these were. So I just kind of guessed and used my best judgment. Um, if you want to do some more research, let me know in the comments below and I'll be happy to update my um, email. So I like stats that are free. So I selected all the stats. I am happy to have formatted contact names in the email, especially if it lowers the odds of me being tossed in the spam folder. So I selected an option there. As my blog already retweets to Twitter and posts on Facebook, I didn't feel the need to select those options. It seems a little silly to post the same thing. Although maybe reposting on Fridays would be handy. Eh, whatever. I did not want to spam up my Facebook and my Twitter accounts. Um, I did select the auto-convert videos because of posts like this one. Um, the blog post is going to have this YouTube video embedded. Step eight after you hit next is select your template. I like the basic one. I haven't played with many of the others, but I don't want fancy columns that in email format turn out to be about three words across and scrolling for eternity. So for now, I'm just going with basic and I hit next. Step nine, add content to your email. Finally, nine steps in and here we are. Um, there are content type types or blocks that you can select from on the right side and then just drag and drop where in the email you want them. There's some default stuff you can click on and change the text. For my RSS feed, I selected um, social share because I want people to be able to share any of the blog posts they like. And I selected RSS, um, what does it say? items. I want all the items. So I clicked and I dragged that onto the um, preview for the email. You're going to see some weird stuff like slash RSS feed dot colon blah, blah, blah. Weird code looking stuff. Don't mess with it unless you know what you're doing. Um, but it's just their way of um, showing you the code that will be the RSS feed. Uh, you can look at an email preview later on and see what it looks like with actual text in there. So, and then finally, once you've clicked and dragged that RSS feed items onto your email, um, you get to format the block um, on the right side. It gives you some options and one of them is deciding how wordy your email should be. You can either have just excerpts, you can have titles, you can show the full content, etc. Personally, I went with full content 
I, I wanted the whole thing. I know that a lot of times if I'm reading something and it wants me to click a link to go elsewhere, I just stop. I just stop there. But if I kept the link, then people, I would get more blog hits. It's, it's kind of a mixed bag. Um, but personally, I don't like big, biz, busy emails. I want my emails to be done out of the way and out of my inbox. But my email newsletter is not for me. It's for my readers and not everyone consumes social media or the internet the way I do. People who want the blog post in an email are probably, I assume, people who want to read the blog post in their email. Although maybe they just want reminders that I've updated. Maybe I should set up one more group. This is what I was talking about earlier. Maybe I should have one full context, sorry, full content weekly emails versus weekly emails with links. Um, so if you have an opinion, let me know in the comments below. I'm undecided there. So after that, you just hit confirm on the email and hit publish. If you look in the bottom next to the unsubscribe, you will see your physical address there. Make sure it looks the way you want it to and you're not giving away information you don't want to. And now your email is ready to go. You can pause and edit it at any time without messing up the feed or having people get it multiple times. And best of all, as I said, you can preview the email. So after a new blog post comes out, if it hasn't been pushed out yet, I can hit preview and scroll and see more posts. It's pretty exciting stuff. Um, so if you are interested in having my blog updates and my newsletter, you can either go to morganhazelwood.com and there'll be a sign up uh, at the bottom of the screen, or you can go to my Morgan Hazelwood author page on Facebook and there's a side tab for email sign up. Do you have an email newsletter? If so, do you have any hints or tips for this newbie? Because I'm just kind of figuring out as I go along. If not, are you contemplating getting one now? Let me know. And that's all for today. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, hit that subscribe button and share it with all your friends. It goes a long way towards helping people find me. And I'll be back again next Monday with more writing tips and writerly musings. Bye-bye.